It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> From NBI Studios, this is Truth and Justice, a crowdsourced investigation in real time. I'm Bob Roth. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Truth and Justice. For this week's episode, as I mentioned in the follow-up, I'm still uh, on the recovery on the men from COVID and uh, just dealing with a little bit of brain fog and also can't go for more than a couple minutes without coughing. So for this week's episode, I'm going to give you the full interview with Javier Garcia, the one you heard last week that got cut off after 13 minutes. I was able to track down the video, rip the audio out from it. And what we have is an hour and a half interview. It's the most in-depth interview we've heard. We get a ton of new information. Make sure you listen all the way to the end because the new info just keeps coming and coming and coming. Also, you're going to hear some changes to the story. It's a very interesting interview. Make sure you listen all the way through. You can skip the first 12 minutes if you want because that first 12 minutes was in last week's episode, but I went ahead and included it in this one so that everything is all in the same place in one file. So go ahead and give the interview a listen. I'm not going to come back on for a close. We'll just give you play the whole interview. Again, it's about an hour and a half long. Get a notepad, take notes, and we'll talk about it in this week's Friday follow-up. Texas Ranger James Holland is a legendary interrogator. They call him the serial killer whisperer. You can't hide those indications, and that's why yesterday I knew that he did it. But now, shocking interrogation tapes reveal how the super cop really operates. And that's why they asked me to come in, because I'm special. From something else, The Marshall Project and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Smokescreen. Just say you're sorry. Listen and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. You got anything pressing to go to, or are we kind of free to smoke some time here? Okay, I appreciate you coming down, Javier. Um, Obviously, the purpose is, you know, to to find out some information about Becky. Um, Obviously, you're not under arrest. You're not obligated to speak with me about anything. Um, You're free to leave at any time. Um, And I know we had a short conversation on Monday. Um, but I was hoping to utilize this time to kind of get a little bit more in debt with you and Becky and any other names that come up. But, um, let's see. Javier, is that your legal first yeah. name? What's your middle name? Rolando. And Garcia is the legal last name? Yes, sir. And you're living where? In uh, Cathedral City. And do you have a home phone? Uh, I- 
I do, but nobody really answers it. Okay. It's, it's my mom's campaign that we just use it as our house phone. Okay. But okay. more than definitely, you could always contact me on my phone. That thing is. So you live here with your mom? Mm -hmm. My mom and my sister. Okay. What um. What uh, is the name of that restaurant? Consuela, Consuelas? Las Consuelas? Las Consuelas. Which one do you work at? The one in Palm Springs. The bigger one or the smaller one? Um, I, it's bigger than the one out here in La Quinta. Wasn't well, there two on Palm Canyon? Uh, yeah, there's a little one. I've never been in there. I think it's like a little mom and pop shop with the same name. Way and up north, right? Yeah, no, way, up, way up the, the beginning of the strip. Is it owned by the same people? I have no idea. My friend Nick lives right, right above that. The same Nick that was... Uh, the one that was up at Pinion Because he has an apartment down there because they own a shop or something down there. So they live there and then they live up there in Pinion. How long have you been working there? Uh, not that long. About three months, maybe. Not even. Since August? Two and a half? Two months, something like that. What do you do there? Just a busboy. You work anywhere else? No. Um, where'd you graduate high school at? Cathedral City. I've done high school out here. Okay. Um, did you go to college or anything? I go to COD right now, but that's about it. What type of classes are you taking now? Um, I'm taking a math and a reading class just right now. Is this your first semester? Yeah. So you're how old? 18. What was your birthday again? Um, you have a girlfriend or anything? No. You don't have any, uh... Ex-wives or kids or anything like that? No. Um, what do you kind of do in your spare time? Um, well, before I was just, it was always Becky and I were always just hanging out doing something or trying to find something to do, but now pretty much just hang around with my cousin and a bunch of my friends trying to get through this, you know? Yeah, um, I'm sure it's kind of tough. You know, but uh, the more information we can get from about Becky and um, Vicky and John, um, the better. Um, do you have any medical problems? No. You know, like um, disabilities or you take any medication or anything like that? No. You ever been arrested before? No. Have you ever been suspected of committing a crime? No. Okay. So tell me, in your own words, why we're here today. Uh, pretty much, <clears throat> I've, been, I've been waiting for like a phone call to just come down and just talk to you guys, because I know I have a lot of information that you guys probably, probably need, probably don't, I'm not really sure, but you know, I just came down to help, and all the questions you guys have, I'm trying my best to just answer them. Well, how do you feel about talking to me about that? That's that's fine. I don't I don't have a problem with it or anything. If you had anything to do with this, you need to tell me now. I I have absolutely nothing to do with this at all. Do you know for sure who did? I have no idea who who would have any reason to do this. Do you have any idea? No. Just besides that name, Robert Paper, ex-boyfriend, because I know he was supposed to go up there to go hiking. And then apparently he canceled on her at the last second, and I can't verify with her if he did or not. Because he said he didn't, but I don't, you know, I can't, I can't verify it now. Is there anyone you can eliminate from this investigation? 
I could eliminate my cousin because I know he would never do anything like that. And her friends Claire and Janelle, but I don't know who else you guys have been talking to or anything. And I know there was an ex-boyfriend that, uh, that came up between Jacob and Drew, her sister, about some guy named Gray on her MySpace. It's like her ex-boyfriend apparently, she was asking about him because he left a comment or something on her MySpace. He's like 30 years old. And he said the name and it, and it rang a bell because I remember her talking about him like, he's a complete asshole and he just fly off the handle sometimes over nothing, so. I don't know anything about him. I don't know his last name. Or, and I think he lives out in Palm Springs. And he just called her the other day too, about a week ago. Tell me why you didn't do it. Why I didn't do it? I could never. I could never do anything to that girl. She was. She was too sweet. And I. I loved her too much. Like I could. I could never do that to anyone. I don't. I don't have that in my. In my heart. I'm not. I don't have that evil and that hate inside me. I could never do that. You think you're capable of doing something like that? No, never. You ever seriously think about doing something like that? Never. You think it actually happened the way people are saying it happened? I don't know. Probably, yeah. I mean, that's from what I know. I don't, I don't know anything else. Did you ever jokingly tell someone? that you were involved? No. Nope. You know what a polygraph is? Yes. It's the lie detector testing that hook up to your arm and everything. Right. Would you be willing to take a polygraph to verify your truthfulness? What do you think the results would be? Everything I said would be true. I, I have no reason to lie at all. Is there a reason why someone living up in that area would say that they saw you in that area on Sunday evening? Not Sunday evening, no. Well, tell me a little bit more about Becky. Well, when, what is it that you, want, um, like, that you want to know in general? Tell me about your relationship with her. My relationship with her? Yeah. Well, we're really, really good friends. We're like the best of friends. Okay. We just have like this really strong bond with each other. How long have you guys known each other? Three years. Okay. How long have you guys been this really tight? In like the last three friend? months. Okay. The last three months we started to get really close. Our friendship really grew in those last three months. So explain the growth of this relationship. Like before we would talk to each other like once or twice a week. Before I moved out to Sacramento, she lived out in Santa Clarita and we'd still talk to each other once in a while when I was out here and then when I was out there I'd call her about once or twice a week and I continued and then when she came back out here I had a party one night and I called her to come and she came right after work and then after that we just were always together after that. Uh, so what's the common ground or the common bond between you and Becky? Common, common bond? It was, it was like nothing, nothing sexual or anything like it was just we were just we were just friends like we left it that way like we what? never like we never dated we never we never did any of that what did you have in common pretty much everything she liked the same kind of music i did the like the same kind of clothes food like we do the same stupid things together like the same personality we're both out, like outgoing and rambunctious and we just somebody would say to do something and sometimes we do it if it was funny enough or like we just we just really clicked together like we, Sometimes it was like it was like one person who was, was really weird. 
Who's your best friend? She was. Okay. But right now, I'd say my friend Corey. Okay. And what's his last name? Donovan. His dad's out a cop. Is a cop out in uh, Palm Springs. And where does he live at? In Cathedral City Cove. You know his phone number? Um, I know his house number and his cell phone number. Okay, give me them both. The cell phone is and his house number is Does Corey know Becky? Yes, he does. Now, who is Becky's best friend? Her best friend was Claire. And Claire and Janelle. How did you get along with Claire and Janelle? We get along just fine. Like we we still hang out with each other. And like I just Claire and I were just hanging out last night with uh, my cousin at his house, just just hanging out. And I hung out with her the other day. And Janelle the same thing. So how did you and Becky meet? Uh, in high school. She was uh, that's when she was first starting to talk to Robert before they started dating. <clears throat> and then we hung out in the same area. And then one day, just we just ran into each other. What high school did she go to? She went to Palm Desert for her freshman, sophomore year, and then to Cat City for her junior year, and then she went out to Santa Clarita to Hart High School for her senior year. So, on Sunday, um, where were you at Sunday morning when you woke up? Sunday morning when I woke up, I was in my bed with her right next to me. Okay. At your house? Yes. So, on Saturday night, um, what was happening on Saturday night? Saturday night, I think that was the night I took her to work, and then I picked her up at like 4 in the morning, 4.30 in the morning when she got off, and then just took her back to my house. Okay. And I just went to sleep. So starting on Sunday at 4 o'clock in the morning, mm -hmm. okay, when you picked her up at work? Mm -hmm. Tell me everything that happened from there at 4 o'clock mm -hmm. all the way up until you talked to me on Monday, on Monday? afternoon. So if we, I went to go pick her up, and then um, one of her, her friends that worked there, Tanisha, is a server. And I guess they wanted to go to, to her house for a little while to hang out, I guess, for a little while. So we drove over to her house. We were there for about 20 minutes or so. This is whose house? This is uh, Tanisha's house, where she lives. I was still like three-fourths of the way to sleep, so I wasn't really paying attention to what was going on, but we were outside talking for a little while, and then and then we went back to my house, and we went to sleep. We woke up at noon to a phone call from uh, my mom. She needed me to pick her up from the airport. So I woke up, and then I woke her, her up, telling her I was going to the airport, and she said she was going to go to her friend's Claire's house, which she was babysitting her little brother. And Claire and Janelle were both there, and they were waiting for Becky to go there, so... Becky went there, and I don't know what they were doing for... I don't know what they were doing there. I don't know what kind of activities or anything they were doing. And then I went to go pick up my mom, then we went to go get some tires, and after that I met up with her at Target in Palm Desert with uh, her and Claire. So during that time we were just... Wait, what time was that? That was at about... I'd say 3.30ish, between 3 to 4, around that time period, within that hour, that's okay. when I got there. Let's, let's back up a little bit here, because okay. I got sidetracked with my phone beeping. Um, after Tanisha's, mm -hmm. you? we went back to my house, and then okay. we went to sleep, and I woke up at who, noon. Who was at your house when you went to sleep? 
when I went to my house and went to sleep, it was just her and I. Okay. I think my friend Bo was spending the night out on the couch. I'm not. I'm not really sure because he he'd always spend the night at my house too. So I don't. I don't know. Who else was home at your house? It was just. It was either just the both of us or the three of us. I can't remember if Bo was there or not. Okay. I think he was. Was any of your family there? No. Where were they at? My mom was out of town for I think her campaign, or she had to go to Sacramento for for um, session. And my sister was out in Las Vegas. Okay. And how did you get to your house? We drove there in this my mom's car. Okay. Um, do you have a car? Yes. What kind of car do you have? It's a '96 Dodge Intrepid. And what color is it? It's silver. And what kind of car does your mom have? She has, uh, I believe it's a 2004 Expedition XL, like the big one that was sitting out in the front of the department, but a silver one. Okay, silver Expedition. Mm -hmm. Okay, so go ahead and... So then we just went to my house and went to sleep, and like I said, I got the phone call at noon to pick my mom up at the airport an hour earlier than one o'clock like she intended. And so I woke her up and told her, I was like, you can stay here and sleep if you want, and then I'll come back and we can go to lunch or something. And she was like, no, I have to go to I have to go to Claire's house because I promised her I'd help her babysit her little brother. And at Claire's house was uh, Janelle and Claire and her little brother because her mom was at a funeral for one of her students. And after that, I went to go pick up my mom. How did um, Becky leave your house? She got into her car and she drove over there. Okay. How did her car get to your house? She parked it at my house that night. Yeah. Um, Saturday night. The reason I drove her is because her car doesn't have any brakes and she knows that and I don't want her driving with no brakes out there. She was like on metal to metal. So I drove her out there in my car because I, I knew her car wasn't that safe with no brakes or anything. So when did she leave the car at your house? She left the car at my house um, when she got there Saturday at about... Maybe five or six when Bo and I were there. Okay, five or six in the evening? Yes, in the evening. Okay, so you're at noon, you're saying? I told her that I had to go pick up my mom, and she could either stay here and sleep, and then I come back and we can go to lunch. And then she just woke up and went to uh, her friend Claire's house to babysit the, her little brother. And I don't know what kind of activities Claire and Janelle and all that were doing there. Like I, like I, don't, I don't know what they were doing. I don't know if they were sleeping or watching TV. Like I, I couldn't tell you what they were doing, but after that, I went and met them at Target at like, like I said, between three and four. Okay, you met who? I met Claire and Becky there. We were there for about 30 minutes, 30, 40 minutes. And which Target are you talking about? The Palm Desert Target, okay. out here on uh, Fred Wayne. And what happened after that? And then after that, we went to back to Claire's house to drop off Claire at her house. She went in her car and I went in my car. And then Becky came with me in, in my car to go get some lunch at the Del Taco on Deep Canyon on 111. We were there for about 15, 20 minutes. And then my mom called me to come back to the house because we needed to go pick up my car from the uh, from Walmart where I was putting tires on it. So I took her back to Claire's house and then from there she just went up the hill and I told her to call me when she got home. So what time was it when you actually last saw her leave? When I last saw her leave, say about 4.20 to 4.30. Okay. 
and what happened next. And then after that, um, I told her to call me when she got home, and I knew it would be about like 5, 5.15 when she got home. So I was at Walmart, and she called me at like 5.15, like she said. And, she, and then I just talked to her for a little while, and then I just, I got my car, and I just started driving out there. Driving out where? Up to, uh, I was going up 74, like I wanted to hang out with my friends, but they were all working at, they all work at Circuit City, and they were all working that day. And so I wanted to like to hang out with someone, but my cousin was at work too. So I was just like, oh, you know, what? I guess I'll just I'll just drive out to Anza right now. Like, I, like I, that's not like anything special. Like I would do that a lot. Like the last couple weeks, I just either driven out to Anza or like out to Hemant and stuff. Just, just like give me something to do. Okay. And I was driving through Anza, and I was talking to her to about from. Say Dinosaur and Gene Autry to Monterey and Fred Waring. And then I told her that I'd call her once I got up to the top of the hill where I can get a signal again. And then that's when I started talking to her again. It was about maybe 5 o'clock, 515. I was just talking to her through that whole time. She was telling like she wanted me to go over to the house. And I was when I turned around, I was heading back home. She was like, "Oh, do you want to come over? You know, hang out for a little bit." I was like, "Oh yeah, all right." Like, you sure you want me to come over? Because I knew Robert was supposed to be there at like seven o'clock or something. It was already about six fifteen. How did you know that Robert was going there? Because she told me about two three days ago that he wanted to go go hiking or something. And like the last. Those, between those two, three days, she kept telling me that, oh, we're going to go hiking at my house on on Sunday and like at night when he got off of work. And I know he was supposed to drive up there to her house and meet her there, and then I don't, I don't know what they were supposed to do from then. It was supposed to be Robert and his friend Christian that were supposed to go hiking. So when you were at Shore and Gene Autry, mm-hmm. Did you call Becky or did she call you? Yeah, that's when she called me. I stayed on the line with her that whole time. Okay. And why was she calling you? I just told her to call me when she got home. Just, okay. just, just so I can make sure you know that she got home safe. Because I know she had to drive up 74 and off all those dirt roads and everything. Okay. What did you guys talk about when she called you? Um, just some like stupid BS like, oh, what are you doing right now? I'm just about to take a shower. Or I'm just sitting in my chair. What are you doing? Just listening to the radio, talking to you, driving out to Angela. Like we just, like just stupid little BS conversation okay. things. Well, do you remember what she said she was doing or going she to was, do? She was, um, she said she was laying on her bed, getting ready to go take a shower, and then put on her makeup and everything so she was ready for work after her hike, and then she was going to get dressed for her to go on her hike. And during that time I was talking to her, it was about 6.40 was the last time I talked to her. And she, I just asked her, I was like, oh, what are you doing right now? Oh, I just finished getting ready. Now I'm just going to wait for, for Robert to get here. Like She just put on her jeans and her shoes and everything. So she was already ready to go, had her makeup and everything done. And that was the last time I talked to her. Well, when you had this conversation um, at Donna Shore, and you said it lasted until you got to Monterey. Mm-hmm. Monterey and what? Monterey and I'd say maybe Fred Waring. Okay. Because that's when I called my other friend who, was, who kept calling me that whole time. And who was that? That was my friend Alex. Uh, boy or girl? Boy. So, how did the conversation end with Becky? It was, uh, hey Becky, can I call you back? Alex keeps calling me. I'll call you back in like two minutes. Okay. Um, 
Did Becky call you on her cell phone or home phone? Home phone. There's no cell phone reception up there. So what happened with Alex? With Alex, I think he was just like, oh, what are you doing right now? And then I told him. I asked him what he was doing. He said he was still at work and that my friend Bo and Nick, who also worked there, they were still working until about like 8, 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. And then after that, I just I started heading up towards Anza. What Circuit City do they work at? The one right here in Palm Desert. Okay, so you drove up the road, and what happened next? Where'd you go? I went out to, I was on 74, and I made a left on the 351 to all the way down to the 79, like right there to the outskirts of Temecula, and then just made a U-turn, and just kept driving. I went all the way back to 74, and I headed out, headed out towards, uh, towards Hemet. I went past Hemet Lake, and then I hit Idlewild. I drove through there for about two minutes, and then just made a U-turn and came home. By that time, it was already maybe 8.30. Okay. So what time was it when you were at Monterey or Fred Warren? Um, I'd say about maybe 5.15, 5.30. Okay. And what time did you last talk to Becky? 6.40 p.m. And where were you at exactly? I was... I was about to make a left-hand turn heading towards Hammett from the 351 at that stop sign. Okay. So it was actually the 371? Yeah, the, three, the 371. Okay. And what did that conversation entail? It was, um... Like the ending or like like the beginning? The entire The conversation. entire conversation. Well, the beginning was like, are oh, you almost ready? Yeah, just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go take a shower and then I already took my shower and everything. I'm just getting dressed right now. This is like a five minute conversation that we had. I still have the call logs and everything on my phone. Like all the time she called me that day. And she was like, oh yeah, I just finished getting ready. I'm just gonna wait for Robert to get here. Like, oh, all right, I love you. She's like, I love you too. I was like, call me when you, when you either get to work or when you get home from your hike. And she was like, all right. And then, and then we just hung up. Okay. And I just, I never got a phone call from her. Who hung up first? Um, I think it was, I think it was me. Yeah, I think it was me. Because it, it was easier for me because I was on the cell phone. I just had to push a little button where she'd have to take the phone off her ear and then. So who called who? Um, let me check for you. She called me at 6.40 p.m. And that was a five minute, 41 second conversation. Now how does this thing work? Like right here, this little green arrow coming in means she calls me, and this one going out means that I call her, and this little red one's a missed call. And then right here it has the time of the conversation, the date, what time it was, and how long it was. So I have, this is all her house number from, this is this whole day, this is the whole 17th, all Sunday. So all those right calls here. are her calling you? Yeah. Why does she call you that many times on one day? We'd, we'd always do that. Like, either I talk to her, like, for about 13 seconds or something, and then I'd hang up or I'd lose signal, because my phone has really crappy reception. And I'd just call her right back, or she'd call me right back, like... Can I write that down? Yeah, sure, that's... So where's the first call at? The first call from the 17th is right... 
So this is at 1:08 a.m. So this is Sunday morning. Yes. She working? Yes. She called me to tell me that she might be having to stay a little bit longer. So what's the deal with her working? She uh, she only worked Saturdays and Sunday nights, the graveyard shifts at uh, at the Denny's on 111 in Monterey. Is she able to use the phone while she's working? Um, from what I know, from all the from my restaurant and everything, you're not supposed to use your cell phone. But at that time, it's usually really dead there. Okay. And then all these are from the 16th all the way down. I think it goes to about like the 7th. And what time did she get off? She got off at about 4 o'clock. I got there at about. I mean, she seems to call you a lot while she's working. I mean, does her manager get pissed when she's... No, her, man her manager loves her. Does anyone call her at work? Um, not that I know. Do you? If anyone, probably, uh... Oops, I was trying to scroll up. How do you scroll up? You just use this thing right here. Um, scroll so, do you ever call her at work? No, I, I never call her at work. Do you know anyone else who calls her at work to talk to her? Uh, no. Not that I know of. Maybe my cousin will send her a text message or something, or leave a note on her car, but that, that's all I know. Who would leave a note on her car or text message? My cousin, uh, Jacob, her boyfriend that she was dating. Did, uh, what kind of phone did Becky have? Becky had the, the blade from Singular. It's almost like the razor, but it didn't flip open. Why does it stop right there when I try to scroll up? This is the, the last entry. This is the number that her sister Drew called me on, and I just left it. I just left it there. Drew called you from this number? Yes. She she called me to ask me uh, uh, ask me some questions. Where is this number from? Um, the three four three is a thousand palms phone number. Oh, I mean, do you know where Drew was at? When no, she I, I, I don't know. I from when I saw that number, I figured it was out from thousand palms because I have some friends that live up there. And the numbers start with three four three. And that goes all the way down to like the seventh. Okay, so you're saying at 640, you guys spoke on the phone, and did she say who was coming over specifically? She said that Robert was on his way up the hill, or he was on his way up there. Okay. And what were they going to do besides yeah. hike? All of, from what all I know, that they were going to go for the hike. I know he asked if, uh, if her parents were going to be there, like, 
during the week, you asked her a couple times, like, oh, is your mom going to be there or John going to be there? Because I don't, you know, I don't want him to be there. I don't know if they still like me or not. I don't know if they're mad at me. How do you know he asked that? Because I, I could hear him on the phone when she was, when she was talking. I'm like, you know how on the phone sometimes too loud you could hear the other person talking on it? Like, I could, I could hear him, and then she told me. So she was talking to John while she was talking to you on the phone? No, she was talking to Robert on the phone, and I was sitting right next to her. This was about Thursday or so. Okay. Like, out of the blue, he just called her, like, 1.30 in the morning. And that's the first time he's talked to her in, like, eight months or something, she said, when they broke up. Okay. So back to the phone call, then. During the phone call, she said that Robert was coming up? Yes. Okay. Was there anyone else with her at the time? Um, at her house, I believe it was it was either John or Vicky. Well, you More than likely, that? it was it was probably her mom. Vicky. Why do you say that? Because John usually he'd come home. Okay. I know I know things usually happen. Okay, but just tell me what you know and not what you think, just okay. because of past. More, More than likely, I'd say they were they were both home. And why would you say that? Because usually about that time, John would be out in the garage doing something or he'd be sleeping on the couch and her mom would be... So is it possible John and Vicky went to the store together? No. Why is that? Because the, the, all the times I've been up there, I've never seen him go to the store. She, They'd always be home and they'd call Becky and I'd always be with him. We'd always go to the store or something and then bring it up to him. Okay, so did Vicky say someone was home with her? No. I didn't, I didn't talk okay. to Vicky or John. You see what I mean? I don't want to assume they're there mm -hmm. just because they usually are there, okay? Um, because usually their house isn't on fire, but on Sunday it was. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah. So let's stick with the facts. Okay. Okay, so uh, Becky didn't tell you anyone was home. I'm, she didn't tell she? me, but I know Vicky was there. Because okay. I remember her, she was talking to her through the, through the staircase. Okay. Like, her mom was downstairs, and Becky was upstairs, and she was talking to me on the phone, and I could hear her talking back and forth. Okay. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway, and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What else did she say? Did she say where they're going? More than likely, they're probably going to hide behind her house. Did she say what time? No. They were supposed to be there? That he was supposed to call her at 6 o'clock when he got off of work, and that he was supposed to come up after that or after he got ready. What about 
Um, what did you do next after the conversation in it? Um, I drove out towards Idlewild, and then I just came home and I and I hung out with my friends for the night. Okay, where did you meet up with your friends? We all met up at my house. Okay, and what time was that? Mm, about maybe 10 o'clock. Okay. We, we met at like my house at like 9.30 and then we all left at about 10. Okay, so at 9.30, who did you meet with? I met with Corey. He was with me at his house, and I brought him with me. Bo and Nick. Okay. Anyone else? No. It was just the four of us. Okay. And who was home at your house when you guys met? I don't think anybody was home yet. I think it was still me by myself at my house. Okay. Because I know my sister was coming home, I think Sunday or Monday, from Vegas. Okay, so basically you got the house alone for the weekend. Is that what I'm understanding? I think my mom was there or she went out of town. I think she went to LA or Vegas for an event or something that she had to do. I'm, I'm, I'm not really sure, because that, that whole weekend she, she kept leaving and coming back, so I, I, don't, okay. I don't know about her schedule. So what did you guys do? We, uh, we all went to my car and then we drove around to this neighborhood and then we just, we just started smoking in my car. Okay, to what neighborhood? To uh, one on Plumley, Right off of Dinosaur and Plumley, like right in front of the the middle school, Nellie and Kaufman. Kaufman. Okay. And what's the significance of that neighborhood? No, um, it was nothing. We were just driving around and we were trying to like trying to find a place to smoke. Cause that's what we would do with Becky. Like we just drive around into like like a residential neighborhood and then just park and then just smoke and then leave. Okay. And what were you guys smoking? We were smoking marijuana. Okay. Um. Going back a little bit to um, Greg, you said something about Greg and yeah, Greg. MySpace. Greg or Gray? Gray. Gray. like the color. Uh, tell me about him. All I know about him was that she told me a story that one time they were when they were dating, they went to the supermarket and he wanted her to pay with the food or something and he, she didn't have any cash so she used her her ATM card, but he wanted to use cash or something because last time she put her ATM card in the ATM and it kept it. So she didn't want to do it again and he got all mad at her and they had like a big old fight and he ended up yelling at her. She started crying. And just and she told me that he was like a complete asshole and he would just, like he had a really bad temper problem like he would just fly off the handles. And how long ago was that? I have, I have no idea. I never asked her how long she did it all her boyfriends. And I mean, did you know? No. I mean, weeks, months, years? Um, it'd probably be about a couple weeks, maybe maybe a month or less, like two or three weeks, maybe. So it was actually a boyfriend? Yes, that's what okay. she said. And then Robert's also a boyfriend? Uh, he was, I believe, her first boyfriend, like her first love or something, like her second or third boyfriend. Okay. And they dated for about a year and a half. So what's the significance of him? Uh, recontacting her all of a sudden. Um, we Jacob, Becky, and I ran into his mom at Costco one day when we were all like just food shopping, and she had Becky. Or no, Robert's mom asked Becky, "When's the last time that you talked to Robert?" And she said, "It's been on a couple months because we still have like strong, we still have feelings for each other, and it just isn't right talking to each other. Like it just, I don't know how she explained it, but she she told him that, and then like three, four days later, he called her." Like, cause I know that she told me that, that he was still calling her, but he would never say anything. Like, he would always call from a private number, 
and then let her pick it up and say something, and then he would just hang up. What would he say? He wouldn't say anything. What did Becky think about Robert? She still loved him. She was still in love with him. So why she still they, really cared about him. Why were they not together? Um, she He broke up with her about two days before Valentine's Day because I guess the relationship was he wasn't really interested anymore. But the main reason he was staying with her was because she was pregnant. Or he thought she was pregnant. She told him that, that he wasn't, that she wasn't, and then he broke up with her. And then two days later, he, uh, or three days later, he started dating with one of my other friends. Was she in fact pregnant? Yeah. Oh, what happened with those? She had a miscarriage. Okay. Was that before or after they broke up? That was after. I think it was about like a couple weeks after. So did Robert ever know? No. He has no idea. She never told him. She never wanted to. How does, uh, does she know who the father was? It was Robert. Robert was the father. How do you know that? Because she never, she never cheated on him. She said that was the only person that she like, would ever have sex with. She said they had sex like three, four times a day. Okay. They had like passion or something, but uh, she was really loyal. I know she would never cheat. Well, would she, would she just tell you that and not be the case? No, I. You, you could tell because she was, she was really loyal. She was loyal to all her friends, all her boyfriends. She never. She would never cheat. If you needed her for something, she'd be right there, right when you needed it. Okay. So who was her co her current boyfriend last week? This is my cousin Jacob. Okay. They broke up on Thursday. Why did they break up? She was just tired of all the stupid little like bickering fights that they'd have. Like that day that she uh, they got into a fight because he wanted to to smoke again, and he hadn't smoked in two weeks because he found like a little little piece of marijuana in his car, like enough for a kabul. And she got all mad about it, and then, and after that, we, uh, I went with him to Goody's Cafe, and she met me there. She picked me up, and we went out to Sky Valley to go pick up her cell phone, because that's what we were planning that day. Okay. And then after that, we went back to his house, and then they were in there having like a 10-minute conversation. I don't know what they were talking about. And then after that, we left. Like, I know she didn't want to break up with him, but she was just tired of all the little fights and all the stuff that was going on in her life. She, didn't, she just didn't have time for one. She didn't have time for one. She didn't have time for a boyfriend. She was going to school five times a week, had to work the graveyard shift, like, twice a week, and then... Well, she only had two classes, right? She had a biology class on Saturday, and then she had a social class, and I don't know what other classes she was taking. But she was at school five times a week. Okay. For all her classes. Did she have another boyfriend after Jacob? No. Was Jacob aware that they had broken up? Mm-hmm. Would Jacob tell someone that they were still going out at the time of her death? Mm, no. Because he kept, he kept telling everyone, like, we just broke up on Thursday. Like, that was the two-month anniversary. So if he was to tell me that they were still going out, that would be a lie? Yeah, he, he would tell you that they, that they broke up on Thursday. But I'm telling you, what if he didn't tell me that? And he said they were currently going out at the time of her death. I don't know, I don't know what to say then, but... That would be a lie then? Yeah, because they broke up on Thursday and she... I remember we were going to her friend's house and she told her, her friend that they just broke up. Okay. So on Sunday, um, were you ever at Claire's? Claire's house on Sunday? On Sunday I was there for a second just to wait for Becky to get out of Claire's car to get into mine. Okay. I was there for about like 15 seconds. But you didn't tell me that when you were going through your uh, 
events on Sunday. Yeah, we, I was just waiting for her to get in the car. That was, okay. I was there for I was parked across the street waiting for her to come to. Okay, but it's important not to leave anything out. Okay. Okay. So, is there anything else you left out that you thought was not important? When you were driving around um, up on the mountain mm -hmm. on Sunday evening, what car were you driving? I was in my car. Okay. And that was the silver... Intrepid. Intrepid. Mm -hmm. Did you see anybody when you were driving around between Anza and Hemet and Palm Desert? No. Did anyone see you? Not that I know. If they did, I probably just, I saw them wave to me and I waved back and I didn't know who it was. Okay. Did you stop anywhere? No. Get gas? No. Okay. Explain to me again, why is it that you're just driving around? I was I was I was bored and I had none of my friends around and I didn't want to just go home and sit there till like nine o'clock for all my friends to get off. Okay. Or till eight o'clock when my cousin got off of work. So how far towards Hemet did you get? Um, past Hemet into Idlewild for like five minutes in Idlewild and then I just made a U-turn and came back. So how long do you think it took you from to get from Monterey up the hill to Anza, back over to Idlewild, and then back down off the mountain on the bottom of uh, Monterey? Like Monterey, about, you know, like where Big about, Horn is. Two hours, two and a half hours, maybe. I mean, she called me at like four fifteen yeah, that yeah, day. Yeah. Yeah, I got up the hill. It was about five fifteen. So I'd say about two hours, maybe, maybe about two hours. So two hours for all that. About two hours, two and a half hours. Okay, so what time was it when you came down off the mountain? When I came down off the mountain, it was about maybe 7.30. Okay. So what did you do between 7.30 and 9.30? I went to my friend Corey's house. I called him and I went to his house. Okay. And was Corey there? Yeah. Oh, we, were there, we were there for about... Two hours. Well, wasn't Corey working? No. Corey doesn't work. Oh, he didn't work at the... He, no, he doesn't work at all. So why didn't you go to Corey's house before instead of just driving around? I didn't feel like calling him. I wasn't, like, I just wasn't in the mood to hang out with him then. Yeah. Well, what about Alex? Alex, he was at work. Okay. Alex, Bo, and Nick were in, all three of them were at work. So why was Alex calling you if he's at work? Because he works in uh, the road shop where they just do car audio and install. And his manager, they don't really care because... Usually they, they wait till a car comes in and then then they can get to work. Otherwise they're just sitting around. Okay. So he called me to see what I was doing later. What did you think about Becky um, dating all these other guys? I never I, when I was with her those three months I never saw her date anyone besides my cousin. Because she wasn't dating anyone else. Well, she talked about she talked about being in love with Robert. Yeah, I mean, how did all that make you feel? It didn't. It didn't bother me at all. Okay. It, it wasn't a big deal to me. Okay. 
Now, you mentioned about these telephone conversations where you said something about, you know, love you. Um, tell me about that. It was just like, it was, it was not anything like sexual or anything. Like, I mean, it was like, like between us, like both of us, we just had like this really strong bond for each other. Like we really did care about each other. So why aren't you guys dating? I don't know. We just we just never wanted to like date really good friends. Like that was her one of one of her rules, and that was like one of mine. Is what was to never never date one of your really good friends, because you because you could lose like a, a lifelong friend in like two months over that. So we we just never wanted to. Or you could gain a lifelong friend. Mm-hmm. But that's that's just how how she saw it, and I, and I respected that. Like I never. If it was the answer was no, it stayed no. We never try to push each other. But, and I understand Becky's feeling. But what was your feeling? Did you, although you respected it, did you agree with it? I did. What if she wanted to date you? What would you think? I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I'd, I'd probably tell her, I like, I wouldn't want to date a really good friend because I don't want to. I wouldn't want to jeopardize having to lose like a really good lifelong friend. Yeah. I dated for like two weeks and then something goes wrong and I never talk to her again. Like it just it just wasn't worth it to me. Do you date girls? No. I, I like I'd go out on dates, but I mean I wouldn't. I never had like a girlfriend or anything. Okay. I mean, are you homosexual? No. I just never really cared for like the whole the partner thing because of the, the stuff that I saw with my mom and my dad and everyone in my family just gave me like it just. I don't have this trust factor, and like I just, like I can't trust them. Okay. Well, I'm not asking you to marry anybody. Yeah. Um, but most 18 year old boys um, like to date girls, and the friendlier they are with girls, sometimes the better chance of dating them. And I was just wondering, what was different about you and Becky? I think like we, I still t- like we'd still go out to lunch and dinner and everything, but I mean it wasn't like a date date. Like, are you hungry? Yeah, I'm hungry. You wanna, you wanna go get something? All right. Okay. All right. Well, um, I mean, I'm hearing you tell me that your relationship is platonic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you ever have sex with her? No. Do you ever want to have sex with her? No. Did she ever want to have sex with you? No. Did you ever discuss it? No. What do you think happened? Up there? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, she was probably in her room, and then if, if someone came in there, if she didn't know if there was somebody in the house, she was probably in her room. And then uh, if there was gunshots or anything, I'm sure she probably would have ran outside to go, to go see what it was. And then, because knowing her, she wouldn't, she wouldn't just run away. She'd go see what it was first. And what do you base that theory on? She was she was never the kind of person that would just like leave a situation like that. Like she wouldn't just get out and run. She would go see what would happen to see if that person was okay and if there was anything she could do to make him feel better or to help them. Did she leave? Oh, yeah, apparently she she got out of the house and I don't know. Like if that's, I guess somebody shot her and put her in a wheel. They came back with the wheelbarrow and put her in it. How do you know that? From. Uh, my dad, he told me. Or no, that was from that was from Tiffany, her sister. Because I went up there and I saw Tiffany, and she told me. Okay. 
they told me that she got about half a mile out. And then they came back with the with the wheelbarrow and they put her in front of the house. And how did she know that? I don't, I don't know where she got her information from. Probably her dad, because he was the lieutenant out here in Palm Desert. I don't know. I don't know if an investigator told her. Like, I, don't, I don't know where she was getting her information from. Okay. That's just what she told me. I never, I was never like, oh, who did you hear that from? Tell me what your dad told you about this. He pretty much told me that it was a triple homicide and that he wouldn't know anything until after the autopsy report came back, like who was who and like if they were shot or bruised or beaten or anything. Okay. And then what did he tell you after that? He told me that that, that was them, they did they did confirm it. And that uh and that they were shot. That that was it. He didn't he didn't know any did of the details or anything. Did he tell you, you know, how or how many times or anything? No. I d I I didn't care to to know about that. Why is that? I just I just don't wanna know. Like I saw I saw and heard enough and all this, like all the confirmations and stuff that I got, I just, I just couldn't handle it. I, I didn't want to know. Now, do you live with your dad? No. He's separated from your mom? And your dad is who? He's a district attorney investigator out here in India. Uh, Jose Javier Garcia. So does he go by Jose or Javier? At uh, work, it's Jose. And then his personal life, like all his friends know him as Javier. Like Jose is his work name. I only went, went to work with him twice when I, was, when I was younger, and I don't remember if they called him Jose or Javier, but back in Palm Springs PD when he worked there, they used to call him Jose. Okay. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Do you have any idea um, who would want to do this? No. What can you tell me about Vicky? All I know is that she worked at Macy's in the shoe department, and she was a really nice person and always happy to see us, and she was really energetic. Okay. Did uh, she smoke pot with you guys? No. She would, she would get sick from it. Did she care that you guys smoked it in the house or around the house? No. She didn't care, or she did care? She did not care. Uh, what about John? What can you tell me about him? Uh, Becky, John, and I smoked occasionally together. Okay. Where at? In the garage. Yeah. Um, did you think that was weird? At first, a little bit, and then I just, after a while, I just didn't 
it didn't bother me. It was just like, oh, well, if it, if it doesn't bother him, then I shouldn't let it, I shouldn't let it bother me. Like, I don't want to make it a whole awkward situation or anything, so. Okay. It was, I just, like, you know, I just pretty much accepted it and I left it as it was. I never asked questions or anything. That's just not how I am. Okay. Was there any speed involved? No. What about any other drugs? No. All I know of was that it was marijuana. That was it. And who would get that? Uh, Becky would. Where would she get it from? Uh, different dealers. Okay. How would she get it? She would call the dealer and then just either go to his house or meet him somewhere and then give him the money and he'd give it to her. And that was it. Did you ever go with her? I went with her to one, to one house. I know it was off of Cat Canyon, but I don't remember which one of those country club gates it was in. It was like one of the corner houses right off, right at the corner of the gate. Did she owe people money? No. Not that I know of. I doubt she did. Why do you doubt it? Because she never, she wasn't the kind of person to borrow money from anyone. Like, she, she liked to pay for everything herself with her own money. She didn't like to be in debt. Because I know she was paying a lot of bills. She was paying her bills and her sister's bills. What bills did Becky have? Becky had, like, she had to pay her sister Drew's T-Mobile phone bill when she was in Japan. She was paying, she had to pay off, I think, her Best Buy credit card account and I think her cell phone, her car payment. These are Becky's bills or? Those Drew's are Becky's bills? and Drew's because the car payments and everything were Drew's because it's a Drew's car. Well, why does she have to pay to T-Mobile? Drew asked her to. Anything Drew would ask her to do, Becky would do. They were they were really close. She would well, do anything. Was then Drew getting a paycheck? I'm sure she was, but I don't know how much it was for. I don't know what she was doing with any. I don't know any anything financial. Who had the T-Mobile phone? Drew did. Okay. I mean, Becky didn't make that much money being a waitress, did she? Mm hmm. What'd she do with her money besides pay the bills? Like buy food. I don't. I don't know. Like. I don't know what she was, if she was buying or selling or anything, but I mean, I know she didn't sell to anyone. She didn't, she didn't grow or anything, but I know she worked, she worked and she would just use her money to pay off her bills. Like she had money coming in from her, one of her car accidents. Like some guy up there T-boned her and she got like three grand for it or something. So I know she had that money in her account. I'm sure she was using that. How long ago was that? Um, that was a couple months ago. That was like four or five months ago, I think she said. Okay. And that was it, just three thousand dollars. I think that, I, and I know she gave me some other papers to send in to, uh, to her to her lawyer, and I, I sent it in. I don't know if she received a check or anything from that either. Because I know she had like three grand in her uh, in one of her accounts. Where does she bank at? Bank of America. Does she bank anywhere else? Not that I know of. Because we always would go to Bank of America. What about uh, Vicky? Did she have any money? Um, I think she she had money, but I don't know how if she had a, like a lot of money, a little money. Like, a, what do you know about her money? About Vicky's money? That she would like to spend it on a lot of shoes. That's what Becky said. She liked to buy a lot of shoes with her paychecks. Okay. Well, did she get a discount? I'm sure. She, I imagine she did. I don't know. I mean, is she spending that much money on shoes? Some money. I don't know what she was like. I, I honestly, I don't know what John and Vicky would spend money on. You been in their house? Yes, I've been in the house about maybe it, four or five times. Does it look like they spent money on stuff in the house? No. Big screen TV? No. Big fish tank? Nope. Nice furniture? Leather couch. Okay. Big L-shaped leather couch.
I mean, you know, you go in some of yeah, your yeah. friends' houses and, you know, you can tell they spent a lot of money on stuff. Yeah, this was all old other stuff. Other people, not so much. Yeah, this was like some older stuff. Like, it wasn't anything new. So, did John and Vicky, um, did they spend their money on anything particularly? Not that I know of. Going places? Cars? Property? Vacations? I, I, I have no idea. Because every time I went there, they were they were always home. Like they were never out of town. They were never on vacation. And if they were on vacation, they'd be at the house. Like they wouldn't go anywhere. Okay. Do you know if they were ever going on vacation or? I know trip? they went out of town once. Where'd they go? I have no idea. I I called Becky one night to come pick me up because I was really drunk, and she ended up taking me up to her house. And the next day, I woke up and she told me that her parents were home that they were out of town. Okay. So. You still gotta set me straight on this relationship with you and Becky, okay? You guys have a really close relationship. Uh, when now she spent the night at your house, mm -hmm. and she slept with you in your bed. Yeah. Um, I mean that almost sounds like boyfriend girlfriend stuff. Everybody thought we were dating, but we always sound like we were. Well, why would she sleep in the same bed as you? She felt comfortable with me. And there was no other, like, other room I could just put her in because my sister had her room, my mom had hers. And I didn't want to put her on the couch. Well, you feel comfortable with Bo? Mm-hmm. Did he sleep in the bed with you? He's been in, slept, yeah, I've had a couple guys sleep in my bed before. So that's it's not like abnormal? Yeah, it's not abnormal. Like, Corey and I, when he would sleep over, he'd sleep, his head would be over here and my head would be over here. So my head would be next to his feet. Like, we'd never sleep. Okay. When the guys were in the bed, it was always like that. Gotcha. So I have like a really big bed, I could fit like three, four people on that bed easily. Apparently, huh? So when I'd have sleepovers, we'd all just like, I'd have three or four people on my bed and like, I have a really big room, I could fit like three, three or four other people on the floor. And we'd still have a lot of room left. So, Becky, you talked to Becky at 640, mm -hmm. okay? And she said she already showered, she's got dressed, and she's gonna go on a hike. Um, what did her hike consist of normally? Normally it was like her and John would go for a walk behind their property. There's this uh, place, I think it was called Tabletop, and that's where we, my friends and I would party sometimes. And she said she would sometimes she'd walk along that, all the way around the dirt roads, and all the way back to her house. Like it was like a big loop, like a five mile walk or something like that. Three, four, three to five mile walk. No, me. Like I've never been on a hike with them. I don't. I don't know which way they would take, but that's that's what she told me. Why haven't you been on a hike? We just never, never went on a hike. I mean, she's like I know we. I know we were talking about it, but like I mean, we never actually did it. Why? I don't know. We kept saying we were going to, we were going to, we were going to, but we just we never did, and we weren't always at her house that often. Well, I mean, she's going to go on a hike with Robert, but never her best friend. That seems a little odd. You agree that's odd, or yeah, that's 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 a little odd. Like, I mean, if I know if I really wanted to go on a hike, we would have gone up there one day and then just gone on a hike. So you're just not into hiking, is that it? Yeah, I like I can like I can if I wanted to, but we, we were just like, oh, you want to? Yeah, we'll do it eventually. Like, and it wasn't like, oh, come on, let's go do it right now, right now, right now, right now. It was just a uh, we just kept putting it off. So why didn't Robert? Uh, did Robert go on the hike? No, he said I called him and I told and I asked him and he said that he didn't. Why didn't he? He said that he, he that Becky invited some uh, like marine guy or somebody up there and trying to trying to make him jealous or something. 
And then, and then he just changed his mind and said that he couldn't go. And she was really upset about it. Who's Robert's girlfriend? Uh, Sarah Honecker. Okay. What can you tell me about Danielle? You know her? No. I, that's what, that night, that's when uh, Drew called me. She was asking me about a girl named Danielle. I remember that name sounded familiar because Claire told me that some girl was talking crap to Drew about Becky and Drew and she doesn't even know her. And that, that jogged my memory because about like a week ago, some some random girl out in PD High School like sent Becky a message on her MySpace calling her like a dumb bitch and a stupid whore and she's never even met her. I don't know if her name was Danielle or not. And I know yesterday I gave uh, my cousin's investigator Becky's password to her MySpace and everything and she would never delete anything off it. So I know all the messages are still there. You believe Robert? A little bit. Like I, like I, like I know I'd want to call Becky and verify with her, but I'm not like really good friends with Robert. Like I can't just he'd tell me something and be oh okay. Like I don't I don't like I don't have like a trust with him. Well, did he tell you ahead of time that he was going to do that? No, I never I never talked to him before. Okay, you. I would talk to him like. Are you friends with Robert? Yes, like we're I had a English class with him my senior year and we hung out before like we never like hung out outside of school or anything. Okay, so you're We're pretty much like acquaintances, you can say. Okay. So, why do you think you didn't show up? I, I just have like this. I just have this feeling. Feeling of what? Like I just have like this, like this gut feeling that he didn't go. He didn't go. That he, he might have gone. I don't know. Like I, I can't. He said that he didn't go, but I, at first I didn't believe him. Okay. So what's this deal with this wool girl? All I know is that apparently, after they chased her out there like half a mile out, somebody came back with a wheelbarrow to go get her and then bring her back and put her in front of the house. Have you ever seen her pushing a wheelbarrow around? I had no idea they had a wheelbarrow. I know John had a lot of stuff in his garage and up in the attic and stuff, but I never, I never went like exploring in her house. Like I never went into the attic. I never looked around in the garage or anything. It's just, it's just not me to be nosy. Like, if they want to show me, that's fine. If not, that's fine, too. It's not a big deal to me. So, uh, tell me more about this Marine guy. That's that's all I knew, because I, I don't know that... I never knew there was a Marine or anyone that lived up there around here. Well, who says he lived up there? Well, I don't know. I don't know if he lived up there. I don't know if he came up there, but she said that... He said that he invited... That she invited some moringa or something to make him jealous. Did that was his conclusion of it? Did Becky tell you anything about this marine guy? When he told me about that, I was like, because I knew she would have told me if someone else was going on that hike. Why? Because she would. I mean, she would have just be like, oh yeah, I'm just going for Robert and Christian, and then some random guy. She would. She if she if she invited someone else, she would have told me. Did she? When you guys go out, you know, just hang out, does she, you know, pick up other guys or? No. She would never pick up another other guy. She wouldn't, like, look at any of them or anything. They'd all be looking at her, but, I mean, she wouldn't. Why wouldn't she do that? She was, she was still dating my cousin. Like I said, she was really loyal. She wouldn't cheat on him. She wouldn't get anyone's phone numbers or anything. Well, just looking around, it's not cheating. Oh, I know that. She's been, she'd been broken up. When she broke up from Robert, and before going out with um, your cousin, was there a time she wasn't going out with somebody? No, she's always had she's always had someone in her life. Okay. 
That's what Claire said. Like, even so since she was that? a little girl. So as soon as she broke up with Robert, she got together with Jacob? No. She got together with some other people. I don't, I don't know who they were. I know there was, there was Gray, but I don't know who else there was. So how she told me that she went out with, like, if she did go out with someone, it was about, like, a week or two. How long, how many people has she gone out with in the last six months? I have no idea. Um, I have no idea. Because I, 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 never, I never asked her. Know. I just don't know. I never asked her. Like, it just wasn't any of my business. If she wanted to tell me, that's fine. That's great. If not, well, how can it be none of your business when you seem to know everything about her? I just, I just didn't really care about, like, her sex life or anything. Like, like I didn't want to know, like. I just, it wasn't a big deal to me. Like, I wouldn't be like, oh, did you just get laid after that? Or like, if she told me, then she told me. If not, that's it. I, like I said, I've never pushed her to tell me anything she didn't want to tell me. Right, but if you guys are best friends, typically best friends tell each other all sorts of stuff, and why wouldn't she tell you that, hey, I... I know, she's, I, know I called her before, she was, before we started really hanging out a lot. And before she started dating my cousin, I know she dated some guy named named Matt. Like she went to the movies with them, and then that was it. But I don't know if she went on a bunch of other little stupid dates like that, like just one date. I don't know if she was dating people. Like if she went out and was in a relationship with someone. I don't know. This phone call at ten fifteen that you said Drew called you from um, Thousand Palms. Mm -hmm. What day was that? Uh. That was the 21st at 10.15 p.m. So why did Becky call you 16 times on Sunday? Like I said, like my phone, like sometimes I talked to her for like 13 seconds and she'd always be like, oh, hold on, I gotta do something, I'll call you back. Like she'd be putting a shirt on or something and then she'd call me right back. So I don't know, but why? That's... I don't, I don't know, that's just, that's just how she was. Or she'd be on the other, like somebody would call her on the other line and she would hang up and then call me back or or like like I said I would lose a signal and then I'd call her right back. So between five o'clock and seven o'clock on Sunday she called you four times. I mean she just went home, you just spent the whole day with her, you know? She just got home and she's already calling you several times and then you're up there driving near her house talking to her. Why is that? Like I, like, like I said, like, we just had like a really strong connection with each other. Like, if she was bored or something and she didn't want to talk to anyone, she'd call me. And it was the same with me. You know, we just call each other back and forth. So if you drove right by her house and she had to call you that many times and your bond is so close, why don't you just drive to her house? She wanted me to go to her house. She asked me to. So why did you go? At the last second, she changed her mind and said, she told me, she was like, oh, do you want to come over and hang out for a little bit? Because I was still... I was coming back from the 371. I was only about five minutes out from her house. I'm talking even before you passed her house. She didn't. She didn't. Like she didn't bring it up. Like I didn't ask her. Oh, can I come over? Why, she didn't, ask why didn't you ask her to come over? Because I. Because I know she was still getting ready to, to be with Robert and everything to go on that hike. So why can't you just hang over there? Why, you? She's waiting for Robert to come over. I never. I never asked her if I could go over. And she. It wasn't just like, oh, can I just come over and hang out for a little while? It was just. I just. I just kept driving, like it just, she wanted me to come over and then like right after she asked me to, she was like, oh wait, no, never mind. I don't want it to be an awkward situation with you and Robert here. Did you ask her why Robert was coming over? Yeah, but, but that was like, cause I knew from a couple days before that they were, she was, he was going up there for a hike. 
Okay, that's all I knew that they were doing. And like, did you ask her too. why? Did you say, hey, why are you hanging out with your old boyfriend who you guys kind of separated from? I never asked her that. Why not? Because I, I knew she still cared for him. She really, she still did love him and everything. She, I know she wanted Even to Even more reason to ask, you know? She hasn't seen this guy that she loves, and now, you know, she's gonna go hiking with the guy. I mean, you guys talk so much, but you guys don't seem to communicate. You don't ask her, you don't get into her business. I'm kind of confused on what you guys actually talk about. Like, like I know, like I did ask her, I was like, like, why are you even bothering to talk to this guy? Because I know all he ever did was always hurt her. Because like, I mean, she was always crying over him for, for some reason. So you know that. Well, why did you not ask her? Why is he coming over? She said she just wanted to spend time with him. He wanted to spend time with her or something because he really wanted to see her, I guess. And she wanted to see him too. That's, that's what they were telling. That's what she told me. Like I was never like, well, whoa, what's the point of even you even going on a hike with him and this and that? And why doesn't he want anyone home? Like I asked her, I was like, why doesn't he want your parents home? Like what's what's the big deal about? The parents not being home. Oh well, he did, he said he's uh he's worried about jump. My parents not liking him anymore. So what's the deal with that? Because apparently he was up there so many times, and he was afraid that her parents didn't like him anymore because he broke her heart. Okay. But apparently she said they still liked him. Did um, did Vicky and John mind when guys were over at the house? No, as long as he didn't stay the night. She, Vic, Vicky didn't care if other people stayed the night, but John did. Why? I don't know. It's just like probably like a stepdad thing. Like he didn't want any guys in the house to, well, just, to spend the night. I mean. He's smoking pot with you. He let he let me stay there Friday night with my friend Bo. She picked it. We met her at Nick Coraline's house, and from there, because we weren't gonna drive down the mountain like drunk or anything. Okay. So you so spent the night at her we house. Night at her house. Yeah. Where did you sleep? I slept up on top of her bed, and she was sleeping on the floor at first, and Bo was sleeping on the bed. That she made for him on the floor. Was Dono? Yeah. So he, why he, was this an exception? He knew, because he knew who I was and everything, and he knows that I wouldn't like do anything like disrespectful or anything to the house or her or anything. So he trusted me, and he knew. He had this, like, it was okay that I was there. And Did he know Bo? He's never met Bo before. What about Nick? No. He's the only, the only friends I know that he met of Becky that were up there was me and her friend Brandon. And I know she, he met Jacob once. Were you guys high? Friday night, yeah. You guys drinking alcohol or anything? I didn't. I'd, I'd had like a sip of a beer and that was it. Yeah. What about Bo? Bo, he, he doesn't drink. He, he was pretty high though. What about um, Nick? Yeah, they, they were all drunk, they were all. He was, who he, are they all? The people that were there was Nick and this girl Val and they were in his room having sex for like three hours. This girl, Sayred, was there. Corey was there. Corey's cousin, Brandy, and her boyfriend, Alan. Corey's really good friend. Alex was there. Nick and Bo and I were there. And... I know other people were supposed to come up, but they didn't. So this was a party at... It was Alex's birthday party at Nick's house, at one of his cottages. It was a birthday party for Alex. And John and Vicky were there? No, John and Vicky were at their house. 
I was with Becky before I went to that party. Oh, whose house was this at? Nick Corlett's house. Oh, this is at Nick's house. Nick and Corlett's he lives on what street? Um, right off Opinion. I don't, I don't know the uh, if there's a street name or anything. It's like right when the the road turned dirt. So the party was at Nick's house, but then you, Nick, and Bo went to. Be no. Uh, Bo and I went to Becky's house. Okay. Becky said she was going to meet us at 1.30 outside, and then we would follow her out to her house. Alright. What else can you tell me? Um, about that night, or? About anything in general that's important to this investigation. I don't know, I have that, that MySpace password and everything if you guys, if you want that, because I know I told that to you. I know I told that to my cousin's investigator, and I know he he made it seem like it wasn't like your bad cousin's investigator. Yeah, What's I don't that? I don't I don't remember. I think his name is David. Oh. David something. David Ical. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I would I would have called you, but I I don't have a card or anything. I had Bo's investigators and Jacob's investigator. Oh, right. I, I didn't have a card of yours to call you and leave you a message or anything. To let you know. Cause I, I woke up the other day at like five in the morning and I just had this feeling like I know she told me she changed her password but I didn't believe it at first like I was just like oh okay whatever and I woke up and I was like like I just had this feeling like she like she didn't change it so I went and I I logged in on mine first and I was checking my stuff and then I just had this feeling to to check it like to see if it worked and I put it in with her email address and I logged in on it and then right after that I just logged off and I woke up my cousin and I told him what happened and I just called his investigator and I told him five or six in the morning when I told him. Do you know anything about Becky uh, wanting to hurt herself in the past? I know her freshman and sophomore years, she tried to commit suicide a couple times. How did she try that? Um, I know one time she said she tried to drink laundry detergent or bleach or something, and her sister Drew saw that, and she got her stomach pumped. And I know she used to be anorexic. She was, no, she was bulimic. I don't know what other what other things she would do to try to kill herself, but she told me that she did, and that Claire saved her every time. Like, like Claire either talked her out of it or what about it somehow. What about any time more recent? More recent? No. I know she would get burned like on a on a daily basis, like from a lighter or touching a stove or something. But I mean, it wasn't like anything intentional towards herself. Like she wouldn't cut herself or. Well, tell me herself. more about the the burned. Like it was like it was kind of like a joke, like. One day Becky was just like, man, I get a burn like every day at least once or twice. And we called Claire, we were telling Claire, and she was like, yeah, China, you've been burning yourself like almost every day you burn yourself. Like she'll have a lighter or something and she'd end up burning her finger. Or she'd reach across the stove and like touch it or something. Like she'd always somehow, somehow she would get burned. Why is that? I have no idea. Like every day it, was, it just seemed like she got burned at least once a day. How often does she smoke a uh, pot? Daily basis. She always high or what? No, not always. She would do like a bowl or two and then that was it. Like like the last week she was, like the last week and a half she's been coming back. She was coming back a lot. Why was she cutting back? I, I guess she, she wanted to stop like with my cousin. Because he just went cold turkey in two weeks. Like he just didn't, he just stopped smoking. I guess she wanted to do that too because she said she was trying to, like she wanted to cut back on spending money on weed and stuff like that because you could use that money for something else. A figure. What was the need for her to get high every day? 
there wasn't like a need for it. Like if she'd be bored or something, or if she wanted to go to sleep, or she was hungry, and she couldn't eat, she'd smoke a bowl, and then she'd get the munchies, and then she'd eat something. Or if she like she couldn't sleep, she'd smoke a bowl and she'd knock out for like eight hours. Well, why can't she eat without smoking pot? Like she could eat, but she couldn't eat a lot. Like she would barely eat. Like it was almost like she was kind of she wasn't trying to starve herself, but it was like she was. She would eat something, she'd take two, three bites, and she was done. Was she skinny? No. She wasn't like skinny, but I mean, she wasn't fat. Like okay. She was like right in the middle. I mean, was she unhealthy skinny? No. Like she still, she had a lot of muscle mass and everything, but I mean, like she just couldn't eat a lot. Okay. So she would smoke, and then she'd be able to eat like a whole meal. She'd be able to eat two, three times a day versus the once every day of like two, three bites or something. Well, did you ever ask her why she took a shower and got ready for work before her hike instead of after? Yeah, I asked her that. I was like, wouldn't it be better to just do that after your hike so that way you don't go to work all sweaty and smelly and everything? She's like, oh, it doesn't matter because we're not going to be out that long because it's going to be all dark. And she was terrified of the dark. All right, well, sit tight for me for a minute. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, your cell phone number is what? And that's 760? Yes, sir. Now, who's the uh, um, name on the account? Bonnie Garcia. It should be under hers. Okay. So she pays the bill? Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see here. I want to make sure I have everything straight that you're telling me so I can kind of understand um, Becky's lifestyle a little bit. Um, you mentioned something about um, talking to her on the phone when you were driving up the hill and she said something that she was um, getting dressed or had showered and dressed. Um, did she say what she was wearing? Um, I don't know what kind of top she was wearing, but she said she was putting on a pair of jeans. That's all I remember her saying she was putting on. Okay. It was a pair of jeans. I know she was probably putting on her white Etni sneakers that she had. Why would you think that? Because those are the only sneakers I ever saw her wear. I think she had a pair of track shoes in her, in her closet, but I've, I've never seen her wear those or anything. Yeah. And remember I was asking you who else was home mm -hmm. at Becky's house when she was talking to you? 
and you mentioned something about um, she was at the stairs or talking to her. Yeah, mom. I could hear her mom in the background talking to her. Okay. Um, do you you said something about the stairs? Do you remember that? Stairs. Yeah. Yeah. Becky was upstairs in her room, and her mom was would never go upstairs unless she was going to sleep. So she was probably downstairs on the computer, like yelling back and forth, like having a conversation or something. Okay. Asking her a question. How do you know that? Was their locations when they were on the phone? Because um, I know when I was talking to Becky, when she's home, she's always in her room, just laying there. And then her mom was always on the computer playing this little computer game she always played. And her stepdad was either in the garage doing something or he was sleeping on the couch or watching Home Improvement. So you just assuming that's where they were located? Yeah. The More than likely, that's probably where they were, but I don't, I don't know for sure. Because I knew, I knew her mom was off in a distance when she was talking because like, like you could barely hear her voice. Like it was kind of, like you could tell she was off in the distance. Uh, when did Jacob go to um, Costa Mesa? He went to Costa Mesa, I think it was Thursday night. It was either Thursday night or Friday, like Friday morning, he went out there. When did you guys go to Sky Valley to get the cell phone? Thursday. Was Jacob gone by then? No, he was, he was with us and then uh, they got into that big argument and then we met up at Goody's. Jacob and I were eating breakfast at Goody's Cafe, and Becky called me and wanted me to go with her to go pick up her phone because she didn't know how to get there, and she didn't want Jacob, I guess, to do her any favors because they, she got, they got all angry at each other with that big argument. And then after that, after we went to Sky Valley, we came back, and then they talked and broke up, and then they left. And then that's when, that's when we took off. So was that at night? That was there Friday morning. That was uh, like Thursday morning. I'd say about like around noon or two o'clock. They talked at the house, at his house. On Thursday or Friday? On Thursday. Thursday. So when did you go to Scott Valley to get the phone? We went there Thursday morning. Like when, that was like the first thing we did is when we woke up. So we went out there. Okay. I kept calling my friend because yeah. When did he come out. back from Costa Mesa? Um, I'm not sure. I never asked him. I think he told me he came back. Friday night or Saturday, because he told me he talked to her Friday night briefly, and then he talked to her on Saturday briefly before her class, okay. and then uh, he was trying to call her on Sunday. Now on Sunday when you're driving around up in the mountain, how far did you get to Idlewild? To Idlewild? Um, I don't know like what part it was, but like as soon as you got there it just said Idlewild and I made the first left-hand turning because it, it would fork off to the right, like towards uh, like into town, and then the left would go off towards the freeway. I took like the first two turns, turned on to turn out, checked to make sure there was no one coming, and then just turned around and went home. You know where Lake Hammond is, right? Yes. You passed that? Yes. Okay. And then is there any type of street signal that you came to? It wasn't a signal. I think it was like a... I think it was a stop sign where that fork of the road was. Okay, and what is there? You look around, what's that? There was, um, there was like a house or like a building, like a, like a kind of business, or it was a house, I couldn't tell because it looked like a house. Okay. And then there was like another one right across the street. Which way did you turn? Um, I went left. I went off, I kept following the freeway. I didn't pull off towards into the town or anything. Okay. Have you ever heard of Highway 243? Um, I'm sure I have, but it's not ringing a bell right now. Okay, when you turn left, how far did you go? about a minute in, and then it just turned around. I didn't go that far. Okay. When you turn left, you know where the city of Hemet is? I think so. Do you know where Idlewild is, the community of Idlewild? I've been there before, but I 
But that was when I was a little kid, and I haven't been there recently, so it's... I can't so if you got to the stop sign and you turn left, because the road goes which way? It would go right into town, and then if you go left, there was like a couple windy turns like around a mountain, and then there was a turnout, and I turned around there and I came back. Okay. I didn't go that far out. I didn't... I was like, oh, I'm in Idlewild already. I guess I'll just go home then. Okay. And then I just went home. Need some more water? No, I'm fine. All right, I'll be back in just a second. Hey, after um, after you got down the mountain, mm-hmm. you got down the mountain. Where's the first place you went? I went to my friend Corey's house. I called yeah. him and he didn't answer the first time, and then I called him back again and he answered. Did he go back to your house with you when you met yeah. up with Bo and Nick? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I took him with me. Now think back. When you went to go get the cell phone from Sky Valley, mm-hmm. who went with you? Becky and I. Okay, Jacob didn't go. No, because they were still in that argument and. He just went home. Okay. So they got in an argument before? Before. We were all three of us were going to head out to Sky Valley. Okay. And then they got into they got into that argument. We were going to go to Goody's Cafe first for breakfast. All right. And then they got into that argument, and then he, he took her back to her car at his house, and we met up there. Everything we talked about, is that the truth? That's the truth. Okay. You're being truthful with I'm completely truthful with you. You know uh, when you use a cell phone? Mm-hmm you know that it connects to cell site locations and all along the road in certain places there's cell phone uh, cell sites. Yeah. So basically if you tell me you used a phone um, where you say you did like at 74 and 371, mm-hmm. your cell phone would register at that location, right? Yeah. And your cell phone would also register closer to Idlewild just for the phone being on mm-hmm. near where that. So. When I check those records to corroborate what you're telling me, that will be the case? Yes. Because I know when I was driving through there, I was talking to her, and then I would lose signal. Like, there's no signal through the mountains. So I'd have to drive for about 10, 15 minutes, and I'd get, like, one or two bars, and then I'd call her back. Okay. And then, then I'd be on the phone for, like, 30 seconds or something, and then it cut out again. So that's why when you, when you looked at your records, it was, there were so many calls, because I just looked at it right now, because I was like... Yeah, that's kind of weird. And I look at it, and each phone call was about 12 to 30 seconds. Okay, so that's the that's, case. Yeah, that was the case. That's why there were so many, because okay. there were like 12 There's another ca- uh, catcher, okay? Right. Um, there's also that little business, mm-hmm. right, where you're talking about where you turn left on 74 near Iowa. There's a camera at that intersection, you know, for Caltrans and for the snow and the bad weather and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you should be on the camera in your car around that time. You gonna be there on the camera when I look at it? I should be, because I drove. I drove right past it. Okay. If it wasn't on or if it wasn't on me, I don't. I don't know. But well, I. I did drive through that. The road is two lanes. Okay, mm-hmm. it's very small, and it points right before the fork, so it shows. Yeah, so I, sh- I should be there. Road. What happens if you're not? I don't know, but I was there. What do you, you mean you don't know? Like I don't know. Like like I said, I don't know if the the, the camera was off for a second or if it was off looking and pointing in another direction. I don't know. Well, if, like somebody came and touched it, it, but I mean the camera will show it being then, on. Then I should be there. It will I either will show your car or it will show empty road or other cars. Okay, it's not going to be off. It's not going to blink. Okay, no excuses. I'll, I'll be there. You'll be there. I'll be there. Did you have anything to do nothing. with Becky being I had killed? absolutely nothing to do with that at all. Nothing. You know, I would never, like I said, that name, like Robert, I don't know because I know he was supposed to go and then he said he didn't. 
and then from that name Gray, like I know he was explosive, but I never met him, so I can't, I can't say anything. And I know there's this guy Cole that she didn't like and he didn't like her, but I never met him, talked to him or anything, so I don't, I don't know anything about those three. And Cole is who? Uh, I think she said that she dated him or she dated one of his friends and he never liked her. When was that? That was a long time ago. I don't, I don't know how long ago, but it, it was probably about a couple months ago, a couple months back. All right, because I remember her saying that he was a complete asshole, too. Can I contact you if I have any more questions? Yeah, that's fine. And then I know that, uh, I think it was Saturday night when I picked Becky up, my cousin's roommate was there at Denny's, and he started, like, a big scene or something. And then the manager kicked him out. She had to do, like, a fill-out a report and everything. This is whose cousin? This is uh, my cousin's roommate, the guy who lives with us. Who's the name? His uh, Austin Alba. I think if my cousin said that when the investigators went to his house or something, they talked to him because he was there. Uh, I think we're done here. Let me uh, go put my stuff away before I walk you upstairs, okay? Okay. Appreciate you coming down, though. Oh, no problem. Anytime. NBI Studios production and is distributed by Wondery. Edited by Kelly Barron's Brink and sound engineered by Shane Yoder. All music for the show was created, composed, and scored by PutThemInASong.com, who also mixed and mastered this episode. All of our fonts across all of our logos and banners were created by Tate Krupa of Red Swan Graphic Design, and you can find more of Tate's work on Etsy. Thank you to Katie Ross of CreatedInTandem.com for designing, creating, managing, and maintaining our website truthandjusticepod.com where you can view all photos and documents discussed in every episode. And a big thank you to our transcription team. Pamela Westby, Kathy McElhaney, Kay Woodyomnick, Ginger Fiola, Erica Cantor, Danielle Rohr, Jennifer Ford, Courtney Wimberly, and Melissa Cardenas. And as always, thank you to all of you for all of your engagement and support. If you like the show and you'd like to support us, you can do so in several ways. To financially support the show, the best thing you can do is just go to patreon.com slash truthandjustice. You'll not only be supporting the show, but you'll get something in return. On Patreon, you can pledge as little as $3 a month, and we have reward levels. For just $5 a month, you get access to ad-free versions of all of our episodes and behind-the-scenes bonus video content every week. Then other reward levels include t-shirts, hats, and even the opportunity to co-host one of our Friday follow-up episodes. Just go to patreon.com slash truthandjustice. You can also do us a huge favor by going to iTunes and leaving us a five-star rating and review. And lastly, you can always support us by supporting the brands that sponsor this program. If you have a new case that you'd like us to consider for future seasons, you can submit your cases on our website, truthandjusticepod.com. Just click on the case submission button and fill out the form. And the most important thing that you can do is to engage in our investigations. You can keep in touch with us through our email at theories at truthandjusticepod.com. You can like our Facebook page or join in on the conversation on the Truth and Justice Podcast fans page on Facebook. For all you tweeters out there, you can connect with us on Twitter at TruthJusticePod. And I can be found personally on all forms of social media at BobRuffTruth. And don't forget that we always have our 24-7 voicemail line open for questions, comments, or tips on our cases. That phone number is 269-224-2833. However you do it, stay engaged, stay in touch. But as for now, I'm signing off. I'm Bob Ruff, and this has been Truth and Justice. Thank you.